Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I am your host, the People Sportscast, Lex Anderson, talking about NBA action last night. We had a lot of teams fighting to stay alive and a couple of teams that were eliminated. First and foremost, going with my and your LA Lakers on the road, taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. They fall in game five to the Grizz. Final score, 116.99. And I'm not going to really spend a lot of time on it because there's just a lot of history that's going to be made, in my opinion. And the Grizzlies will fall to the Lakers in game six because, honestly, LeBron and the Lakers have no choice as the Grizzlies are dominant at home. But it seems that people aren't aware about certain stats that, being a sports historian, I'm going to point out that, number one, teams that are down 1-3, who have come all the way back out of a total of 275 playoff series, 262 have won and only 13 have recovered to win the series. That would be a winning percentage of less than 5%. The last time a team did come back in the playoffs from such a deficit would be the 2020 Denver Nuggets. Then there's also another stat that says that LeBron James is 16-0 in playoff series after taking a 3-1 lead. LeBron's face after the game, or I should say, while on the bench during the game, has a look that he knows that at 38 years old, 20 years in, despite all the retooling that Rob Palinka did to build a team around him, that it will once again come down to what he does on the court. And in the loss, he only had 15 points, 5 of 17 from the field, 1 of 9 from 3, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, but 5 turnovers. Darvin Ham continues to show that he's an incompetent coach. He pulled Anthony Davis at a critical point in the third quarter, allowing the Grizzlies to go on a run. And it just gets tiring to see the Lakers as a team terrible from th- from behind the arc, 10 of 39, 25.6%. They've got to be better. Like, do these guys want it or not? Dennis Schroeder, zero points. Malik Beasley, who said that he came to LA to win and compete for a title, six points, two of six from three and from the field. Rui Hashimura, nine points, one of three from three, four of eight from the field. That That's not going to get the job done. There's too many zeros here. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, zero points. Does anyone want to step up? <laughs> you know, again, bright lights activated, national stage set. NBA playoffs is what it's all about. We all know that no one really tunes in to the regular season unless it's a marquee matchup or a rivalry. 
And these cats that say that they're about it continue to come up short. And it's very frustrating and aggravating. John Morant, 31 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Teammate Desmond Bain, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. They become the first pair of teammates in Grizzlies history to each record 30-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, and 5-plus assists in a playoff game. But again, I'm going to go with the stats favoring the Lakers to end this series when it goes back to L.A. We also had the New York Knicks eliminating the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game 5 in New York. Final score, 106-95. And all I'm going to say is, excuse me, sorry, in Cleveland, excuse me, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, this was a road game. The Cavs won the first game and lost the next four. That's called the gentleman's sweep. Where did it all go wrong for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Jalen Brunson, 23 points. R.J. Barrett, 21 points. Julius Randle suffered an ankle injury, left ankle, missed the second half. But it didn't matter because Jalen Brunson led them to victory. Lord have mercy. Like, the Cavs are so disappointing. Then you had another guy for the Knicks, Mitchell Robinson, who wiped the floor with Jared Allen. Robinson had 13 points, 11 re- excuse me, 11 points, 18 rebounds, 11 of them offensive. Jared Allen, four points, four rebounds, four assists. Scorer Evan Mobley had nothing, six points. Darius Garland, 21 points, 7 of 13 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3. Donovan Mitchell, even worse, even though he had more points, 28 points. But 13 of 12 from 3, 11 of 26 from the field. And I'm just absolutely disgusted, only because I did say Cavaliers over the Knicks in six games. But instead, it's the New York Knicks who win their first playoff series since 2013. Sports Opinion Log live and direct from New York City. It's good for the Knicks. It's good for New Yorkers all the way around. Wow. Just absolutely devastating. And it's funny, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell both traded from the Utah Jazz and both get knocked out in the first round. And speaking of getting knocked out in the first round, also on the Eastern Conference, we had the Miami Heat in overtime. Another comeback victory over the Milwaukee Bucks, 128-126 final score. Another comeback because the Bucks were up by 16. At one point, they were up by 10. And Giannis couldn't lead them to victory. Because Giannis missed (laughs) 13 free throws. 10 of 23 from the free throw line. Now, of course, the ignorant masses and the sheeple on social media 
will say, well, he had 38 and 20. How is it his fault? You're right. It's not only his fault. It's also the fault of the coach who misused the timeouts. It's also the fault of that Duke fluke devil, Grayson Allen, who clearly is slow, has no fancy footwork, and wasn't able to get off a shot that could have at least forced a second overtime. But Jimmy Butler, once again, comes to the rescue. 42 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and a lob bucket that will forever live in NBA playoff and Miami Heat playoff history. Bam Adebayo, 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists, making history, joining Jimmy Butler and LeBron as the only Heat players with a 20-point triple-double in a playoff game. Eric Spolstra continues to show why he deserves, as he already is, being one of the NBA's top 15 coaches. Milwaukee Bucks were ranked number one. They lose to an eighth seed. Uh, The first time this has happened in a decade. Jimmy Butler is also the first player in Miami Heat history with back-to-back 40-plus point playoff games. And the Miami Heat become the first playing team to win a playoff round. So NBA playoff history was made last night. And the Bucks. (laughs) will live in infamy for this one. So yeah, Miami Heat first playing team in NBA history to win a playoff series. Crazy. And they will now get the New York Knicks. But it's even more devastating about how Giannis failed in the fourth quarter plus overtime. He was 3 of 12 from the field, 3 of 9 from the free throw line with three turnovers. They choked. They collapsed. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. This was a game in which Bam Adebayo fouled out, Kyle Lowry fouled out, Kevin Love fouled out, and the Heat still got the victory in overtime. Despite Giannis having 30-plus points, Middleton 30-plus points, Brooke Lopez, 15 and 10, and they are out. Jimmy Butler owns Giannis. Here's how much he owns Giannis. The Miami Heat had lost 51 straight games when trailing by 10 plus points entering the fourth quarter before winning game four and five with the comeback. And over the last five seasons, the Milwaukee Bucks are 9-4 against Miami when entering the fourth quarter with a double-digit lead. Now, while you might say, well, 9-4, it's still over 500. It's still pretty good. Well, actually, the Bucks are 171 wins with one loss against the rest of the league. So, yeah, it is safe to say that the Miami Heat own Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks and Jimmy Butler in games four and five dropped 98 points and is the seventh player in NBA history 
to record 95 plus points in a two game span in the NBA playoffs. Joining Michael Jordan, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Kevin Durant, Rick Barry, and of course the legendary late great Wilt Chamberlain. That's insane for the stat lovers out there. Then, of course, post-game, a reporter asked Giannis if he thought the season was a failure. Giannis tried to belittle the reporter, citing that he had asked him that same question last year, and he's asking him the question this year, insinuating that the reporter's life hasn't changed and if he views his life as a failure. Well, that sounds like Giannis being the multi-millionaire NBA player that he is, coming across as kind of a an elitist in my opinion. Giannis then had the nerve to bring up the legend, the legendary Michael Jordan in his own quotes. Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. You're telling me the other nine years were a failure? It steps to success. There's no failure in sports. You don't always win. Of course, the ignorant masses and the sheeple who bray like the mindless cattle that they are on social media are having a field day, picking apart what defines a failure. In my opinion, the reporter used a poor choice of words. He just should have said, Giannis, how do you feel about having choked, having collapsed? Because this is what it is. You can't tell me you're a number one seed losing to an eighth seed, and then you want to get on a reporter who's asking you questions if he got promoted or not. There were expectations that were placed on this team and they didn't deliver. And a portion of that falls on the shoulders of Giannis. When you're missing 13 free throws, that's the difference between winning and losing right there. And here's another quote by Giannis. They were playing to beat us and we were playing to win a championship we were a little bit ahead of ourselves, to be honest with you. Close quotes. Looking past the opponent. Now, that's more acceptable to me. Yes, you were looking past your opponent who showed you the door. And this is payback or karma coming for Giannis, who had chided about Durant joining super teams and how maybe Durant should come to Milwaukee so he can show him how to carry a team. Well, maybe Giannis needs to mind his own business. (laughs) Because now look who's on on the outside looking in. And even lamer, Damian Lillard had the nerve to retweet a tweet that showed Giannis in a Portland Trailblazers jersey. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. My lord. So now we get Miami Heat taking on the New York Knicks, just like it used to be back in the 90s. So this is going to be crazy. I will say Knicks in six because there's no Tyler Harrow, there's no Victor Olendipo. And the Knicks, you know, they're going to they're gonna do the damn thing. New York is going to be amped, they're going to be rabid, they're going to be ready. Give me Knicks in six over the Miami Heat. 
And the last game of the night, Golden State Warriors, excuse me, the NBA defending champion Golden State Warriors take a road game. They win game five, 123, 116 final score over the Sacramento Kings. And all I'm going to say is that the Kings, I had said Warriors in six. I'm fine with that. Uh, the Sacramento Kings, again, the young upstarts taking on the veteran core championship pedigree that is the Golden State Warriors. Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green got the victory. That's who got the victory. The game, game five was winnable, but for some reason, the Kings just stood around while Curry was literally dribbling out the clock and then hitting scoop layups. What are they doing? They being the Sacramento Kings. Like, what's going on here? Why are you letting that happen? It was still a winnable game in the fourth quarter. Mike Brown has got to do better. As for the Golden State Warriors, they make history as they've gone 28 straight playoff series with a road win. The only other team with a streak of 20-plus straight series with a road win was the Miami Heat with 23 from 2011 to 2020. The stat line will also show me Steph had 31 points with 8 assists, Klay Thompson 25 points, and more damning, Draymond Green off the bench, 21 points, 8 of 10 from the field with 7 assists. It, it feels like the Sacramento Kings never saw it coming. Let's also give some props to Kavon Looney grabbing 22 rebounds. He was wiping the boards with the Sacramento Kings. Andrew Wiggins, 20 points. Jordan Poole, only 10 points as he was starting. Uh, the Kings, I'm not going to say the Kings are in trouble. The Kings get what they deserve. The day that they ejected E40 from the playoff game in game one, I hope that there is a E40 curse over this team. I hope that the Sacramento Kings will never know what it's like to have playoff success. I might, granted, they already went 20 plus years without making the playoffs. But now they have this young upstart team. Things are looking good. Freaking De'Aaron Fox played through having a fracture in his left index finger, his shooting hand. He had 24 points, but he was 3 of 10 from 3, 9 of 25 from the field. And again, tired cliche coming up. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Plain and simple. And the game is right there in the rebounds. So now we have only one game on tonight. That'll be the Boston Celtics taking on the Atlanta Hawks. That's going to be crazy. Can the Hawks stay alive? We'll see. But back to Golden State. Having a terrible 
road record, the worst of an NBA defending champion in NBA history. But like I had said before, like I the Prophet had decreed, whichever team gets a road win, that will be the team that'll take this series. I don't believe that the Kings can go in to Chase Center and pull out a victory. I think it's over for them. And I won't be mad. They'll have gotten what they deserve for again ejecting E40. And again, people should not... You can't leave the Warriors for dead when they are your NBA defending champions. Life just doesn't work that way. What do I have for my end closing? My end closing... On Friday, there will be two games. Memphis Grizzlies at LA Lakers, Sacramento Kings at Golden State Warriors. Look for both home teams to close out their respective series. Thank you very much, Sports Fans Nationwide, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.